Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there, Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 90 of the People Powered Business Podcast. How are you? I hope it's a great week. At the time that this episode is going live, it is the 1st of December 2021. Oh my goodness, for all that this year has been, it feels to me like it has absolutely flown by, especially these last few months. Um, and I, I honestly can't believe we're at the end of the year. And I know for some of you, it may not feel that way. It may have felt like a, a much more slow trudge, uh, but I'm really excited to be heading towards the end of another year. We've spoken a lot on the podcast recently about the feelings of exhaustion and burnout and um, all of those things that often show up uh, after we've been going full pelt for an entire year or just navigating some really tough times. But it's also a really fun and exciting time. I mean, one of my favorite days of the year is the putting up the Christmas tree day. And we went early this year. I'm not going to lie. We went early and uh, we are going to go a little bit griswold on the uh, Chrissy decorations. The uh, Actually, my husband <laughs> had to go to Bunnings and turned up with some giant inflatable um, light-up um, snowman, I think it is. I, I haven't even looked at it yet. So he's all in, which is very unlike him. Um, and I think for a lot of people, this particular festive season is going to be one that they really do want to let their hair down and celebrate. And why on earth not? (laughs) That might be you as well. Or you might just want to be crawling in under a doona and hiding (laughs) for a few weeks and having a rest, which is also totally okay to do. And ironically, when I was looking to record this episode, (laughs) I thought back a year and last year on the podcast, episode 30 something, it was a little bit earlier in the year, sometime in November, I did an episode on surviving the most unusual silly season yet because at the end of 2020, it was a year like we had never, ever experienced, right? We were navigating all of the uncertainties and, and, and here's the clincher, we all went into that Christmas period thinking that 2021 was going to be a fresh start, that COVID was largely behind us and that things were going to get back to normal. And yes, I'm using my little fingers to make speech marks there. Normal. But guess what happened? COVID didn't go away. In fact, for most of Australia, our experience with COVID got a whole lot worse, I guess, more intense, uh, more real. Restrictions were back. Restrictions were tougher. Lockdowns were longer. Working from home was permanent. Everything was shut again. So, What we thought we were going into with our big Christmas parties in 2020 and our end of year celebrations, and we all thought we were coming back to um, a brand new shiny world, it just didn't play out that way, did it, unfortunately. And in fact, 2021 has probably for many of us been far more challenging. And I think particularly of those of you in Melbourne, where I think there was, and I may not have this entirely correct, but I I feel like there was some kind of actual numbering system for your lockdown. There be, there was like a, 
a 6.1 situation going on and then every time I got extended it went 0.2 I think I've got that right but I mean you guys had it tough really tough and you know Sydney did it tough as well and even the regions um, you know you think of the states that weren't as impacted by the presence of COVID were still very much impacted by the fact that they couldn't see family and friends but they couldn't the fact they couldn't travel for business you know purposes couldn't travel as well uh, with all the borders being closed and all the rules so in fact the whole you know big part a at the end of 2020 we just came back to worse <laughs> a few months into the new year and that's why this year is the second most unusual silly season. And you know what? I've been getting a lot of questions with our members inside People Powered HR about how to navigate this particular Christmas period because some of our members are getting the sense that their team really want to let their hair down in quite an extraordinary way and they're a little bit concerned about navigating that and the impact on the business and reputational risk, amongst other things, and safety, of course. And then there are others where mm, the party vibe just ain't happening right now because it, because maybe they've just been able to reopen or they're exhausted. That burnout is really real this year. And I don't, I think that's the key difference between this year's unusual silly season and last year's is that last year we had this, you know, crisis reaction because COVID was new. It was all, the concept of you know, shutting restaurants down and all of those things was just so new and unusual and out of this world that we all went into that crisis mode that we went, right, we're just going to, we're all in this together, buckle down and get it done. And this year we weren't all in it together. Let's be real. And we know uh, data is showing us that Australian workers have worked an exorbitant amount of unpaid overtime this year. Everyone's just been doing everything they can to keep things moving and, and, you know, often very grateful that they're in work and not out of work. Businesses have adapted and many have thrived. And so I think the key difference this year is you've got people definitely wanting to celebrate and let their hair down because we know now that we're in a much better position, even if COVID is still with us, we are in a situation where we can live with COVID and vaccination is high and all those important things. We've got all the health measures in place. Um, So we know that I think we know. I want. I'm, I'm worried to say that we know. Isn't that weird? But I think we do know that next year things will be very different, and that we won't see the lockdowns that we've seen. Although Europe right now is, you know, perhaps putting a second guess on that. But we have a sense of freedom coming towards us, and you can definitely feel that vibe. So, as a business owner, how can you navigate these more unusual, silly seasons? Because you know, talk, think back a few years ago. You probably had a pretty standard process around Christmas. You um, organised Christmas party. Uh, for many of you, that would have looked quite similar year on year, whether it be something that you did um, during business hours, like a team lunch or something like that, or more of a, a dinner that was organised quite often with some kind of fun activity, lawn bowls, or uh, I heard of a business that was doing paintball, and I thought you'd have to have the right team that would all be on board for that. Um you know, Christmas celebrations, Christmas rewards, like I know of a company that gives out Christmas hams every year. It was consistent. And there's some comfort in that consistency that people know what to expect, that they, you know, they know they're going to go out and have a lovely time, that the Christmas ham's going to arrive on a certain day. People kind of like that sense. It's comforting. It's warm and cozy. It's all the good things about Christmas. 
but we've had to change plans. And because we haven't had the opportunity to connect socially, you know, for many of us for a large part of the year, the Christmas party is now quite the focus. And of course, we're going to have the added layer of complexity this year around if we have team members who aren't vaccinated, what are the rules where you are? Because some of them may not be able to go to a restaurant. You know, I've definitely heard of companies trying to navigate that where they've got team members who aren't vaccinated. That doesn't pose a problem for their work in that perhaps they work from home usually. But if you want to go out to a restaurant for dinner right now, particularly if you're in um, at the time of recording, certainly if you're in Sydney or Melbourne, I think all of New South Wales, um, you have to show vaccination status, right? Um, so how does that impact? I saw just uh, this week, actually, in New South Wales, they've given some exemption for high school students who aren't vaccinated to attend their Year 12 celebrations. But there's not going to be that kind of exemption across the board for all restaurants. So there's that added complexity to navigate. And, you know, you don't want to leave people out. That may not be a decision you want to make personally. So how do you navigate it? I guess I've got some simple tips for you today that just might help give you some scope as to what you can do. If you're concerned about the complexities of it, if you're concerned about your team maybe getting a little loose at the Christmas party, um, or if you're concerned about how to actually put on a great Christmas party, and what else aside from just the Christmas party is important at this time of year. So I guess what I'd suggest is even if you're feeling pretty average right now, you're feeling the exhaustion, the burnout, and you're just... uh, A family member described it to me the other day as crawling towards the end of the year line, just trying to get there because there's still so much work to do and so many things going on that there's no excitement. It's just a crawl to the Christmas break. So if you're feeling like that, often the thing is the team follow your lead. The team are watching you. So you do sometimes need to show up and amp up that excitement a little bit even for the sake of the team. Because remember, we want our team to go away from the year feeling motivated to come back again next year. So I guess my advice there is don't be a bar humbug. Get into the spirit, even if you're not 100% feeling it. Because if your team really want it, you know, and this is about, again, knowing your team, then I think it's important to create that environment for them. So, you know, whether it's decorating whether it's just having a vibe, Christmas carols going on, whatever it is, whatever it is, just if, you're, if your team are really wanting that sense of camaraderie and that energy, get involved, even if you're not feeling it yourself quite so much this year. In terms of making sure that you're protected as a business when it comes to things like Christmas parties, it's a really fine line. Is it a work event? Are they therefore representing the business? Can you then, you know, make some rules about what happens. And my advice is always that this is your business. You do get to set the rules and you just want to be really clear about whatever the situation is for you. So you might say, you know, yes, this is a work event to this, to the, you know, scope of the fact that it's all work people, but this is not a work event for the scope of, um, you know, required to attend. It's an optional Christmas party and therefore, you know, you're, you don't want to be taking responsibility. I guess what happens is what I'm saying there. But it's fine to set some guidelines. I think particularly for those businesses who perhaps are in a particular geographic area where, you know, I think of regional towns where people know each other. And if your team are, um, 
uh, playing up, is that the right word, at a Christmas party and getting a little rowdy and out of hand, is that going to have reputational risk on your business? And if it is, I would definitely be considering that in what plans I make. Would I be making plans to be somewhere less public? Would I be actually just putting some rules in place and saying, look, I totally get that you guys want to party and celebrate, but the Christmas party is not the place for that and here's why. So enjoy yourself, have a great time, but we're going to set some rules and limits. If it is a work event, if you're treating this as a work event where they're required to attend and therefore you're covering everything, you can definitely set some rules on what is acceptable. And and again, I don't like suppressing the Christmas spirit because everyone wants to have a great time. And I've certainly hosted Christmas parties for my teams in the past where one or two of the younger, younger, I say younger, it doesn't really doesn't have anything to do with their age, but you know, enjoyed a few too many cocktails and things got a little out of hand. And we were totally fine with it. We that that's you know that was our culture we laughed it off we all had a good laugh when they got back to work they were mortified of course it just does happen and I think you know in the context of things we don't need to be too hard if you are worried though look at your policies you know if you want to make sure that the um the, you know, the photos of your team partying together at the Christmas party don't get leaked to somewhere where your clients might see them just make sure that your team know that, you know, your social media policies, you don't share photos of team social events online because that's just for you and the team. It's quite okay to have some rules around that. And I think if you explain it to your team uh, in that kind of way, they'll actually be really respectful and totally on board with it because they want to be able to have a great time. And they will also appreciate that you have a need to protect the business. So they're quite happy to have some rules in place around, um, around all of that as well. So, You can have the guidelines, you can have the policies, but create that environment that's really going to work for your team. I think another important thing to remember as well is when you're creating a Christmas celebration, it's important to do it in a way that actually your team wants to participate. So I hear of some businesses, in fact, and I've been to one of these events where the person organizing the Christmas party thought it was a fabulous idea to do an entire weekend away. Now, whilst that's very generous, And in fact, I think they asked for people to pay, so it wasn't that generous. But whilst it's very, you know, big and grand and generous, do your team actually want to spend the entire weekend away with you after working a week with you? Or is that an imposition on their personal time? And, you know, if they've got a young family, or if they've got a family at all, or even if they just, you know, have their own personal time, of course, that they want, whilst it might feel grand and, you know, really generous to throw a weekend away, Is it actually what your team wants? Because sometimes those big grand gestures can backfire on us when the team actually don't want to be there. And so they're resentful rather than being, you know, in gratitude. So the simplest answer is talk to your team. What would be the ideal Christmas party? You know, get people to anonymously make suggestions even um, and find out what your team actually want to do. Because like the paintball experience, um, experience that I mentioned earlier, There are some teams where that would terrify certain team members, but there are other teams where they would think that was the best Christmas party ever. So it is about um, really knowing your team, and there is no problems at all with asking them what they'd like to do. I know definitely some teams that would much rather do something during the day on work time than take time out of their personal time for a Christmas party. And they'd be quite fine if it was just a more casual lunch and not expecting anything grand. And I actually think that's a great idea. 
I think it works really well. So don't be tied into the fact that it needs to be grand and it needs to be out of hours and it needs to have all these things. Just talk to your team about what they want from a Christmas party. But outside of the Christmas party itself, how do you deal with this unusual time when people are starting to wind down and getting ready for, um, you know, a really hopefully exciting Christmas period for everyone? I think just make it a celebration at work as well. So start talking to your team about what their plans are, what they're most looking forward to. Really reconnect socially around this time of year because, you know, for many of your team, um, they may have been separated from family and friends throughout the year. Um, Perhaps this is the first time they've seen family in, in a very long time. And so it might be really exciting for them. If you haven't already, definitely be talking to them about annual leave, especially if you've got team members with excessive leave accrued, which you might because no one's been traveling. Uh, Do you want to take an extra week off to spend with your family over Christmas if you can work that out? Because that's great. You're showing them, I know you're really excited about this. Do you want to take an extra week? We can make that work. And also it's helping you manage your leave accruals. So keeping an eye on those leave accruals and really talking to your team about, you know, what this Christmas looks like for them. This is part of that re-engagement strategy that I've been talking to you about on the podcast for the last few weeks, about really binding your team together so they come back in the new year, really excited about what next year holds for them. And I guess lastly on that point as well, if there are some team members who aren't particularly wrapped about this Christmas, maybe because of that exhaustion, maybe because of the burnout, maybe because they're feeling, um, some of them might even be feeling actually quite anxious about all the activity that's suddenly going on when we've all just been in cocooned uh, in our homes for such a long period of time in some, you know, as I said, Sydney and Melbourne particularly, So be mindful of that as well, that some of your team might not really be wanting to be anyway really busy. And and again, listen, just really tune in and listen. Um, Of course, if you haven't already as well, Christmas close downs, you should definitely have communicated those already if you haven't talked to the team this week and get that sorted. So I know that this is kind of a second unusual silly season, but it's a great time of year. It's one of my favorite times of year. I encourage you to get into it. I don't know whether you've seen the ads on TV, the Aldi uh, supermarket ads that are really encouraging you to go all in this Christmas. I think the tagline is you can't overcook Christmas and it's about going all in. So go all in if that's what you feel will work best for your team. Do all the things, enjoy it, have fun and celebrate the year that you've had because whether it's been busy and Um, really you've been a thriving business or whether you've had a tough year because you haven't been able to operate, it's time to celebrate because we know that next year is, this time around, (laughs) going to be a very different year. So I do hope that you have a wonderful Christmas. Now, the podcast isn't going away, by the way. We will be back next week. But because we're talking about Christmas, I wanted to wish you a very, very merry, happy and healthy Christmas. That's it for me for today on the podcast. If you'd like to, if you would like to connect with other business owners, leaders, and managers, I'd love for you to join me over in our Facebook group, which is HR Support for Australian Businesses. You can search that in the Facebook groups, or just head over to today's show notes, which you can find at peoplepoweredbusiness.com, episode number ninety, and there will be a link right there for you. That is a wrap for me for today. I'll be back again next week. Take care and have a fabulous week. <music>